teenager, he's a black boy, just the things that he's now going to be exposed to yeah. um, in the world, whether I like it mm. or not. And like I, even that first day at secondary school, uh -huh. he walked by himself. Oh like, my I gosh. stalked him. Me too. Like, like, I followed him. Yeah, I totally stalked him. <laughs> Because sometimes silence can seem complicit, yeah. and it's knowing when. And this is all these things that we're having to teach the kids, like to know how do they even learn yeah. when it's actually now you're becoming complicit. Yeah. And I remember so funny, my daughter must have been in year seven even, and I think we must have found out that she maybe had a boyfriend. Mm. Or and we remember we sat at the dinner table and she <laughs> said to her dad, yeah, but I like him. Oh, but really being vigilant because guess what? If we don't teach, there is always something teaching them. Yeah, there always. is always something counselling them. There is always something talking to them. Always because of the nature of social media, because of the nature of school, because of the yeah. nature of friends. I pray that your name will be glorified um, far and wide through this. That's, that's the main thing as well, Daddy, that your name be glorified and that your podcast i am laurel maxine i'm katrina douglas it feels like and we are that's what it feels like we should have said next yeah it does but, well it kind of fits like we are mums of teenagers yeah yeah which is kind of the topic of today, today. yeah and that's what we're going to be talking about mm. raising teenagers in 2023 20, yeah Especially, in my opinion, as Christian mums, yeah, I feel like it's a whole. Oh my gosh, it's other. a mind field. <laughs> it's a mind field. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so I've got a fourteen-year-old boy turning fifteen next month. Yeah, and I have a nineteen-year-old son and a fifteen-year-old daughter. So. Yeah. We be having teenagers. <laughs> teenagers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's it's a lot, guys. Okay. I, I just uh, for me mm. the the okay. My my daily thing is like one as well. He's a black boy. Mm -hmm. that, like I can't not even not say that when I really deep him yeah you know he's a teenager he's a black boy just the things that he's now going to be exposed to yeah um in the world whether i like it mm. or not and i think it's that part of knowing you actually can't protect them from everything no more yeah. it's not the yeah. two-year-old where you know you know yeah. even up until what 11 when you're taking them to school mm -hmm. still it's it's different and then the conversations <laughs> yeah Absolutely, and I think I would definitely agree with you. I think there's definitely fear that we have to fight back. Mm. Do you know what I mean? God has given us a spirit of fear, but power and mind of sound mind. And I feel when you have black boys, mm. just that release Ugh. is is a lot. Yeah. And you know, my son is now 19, yeah. and so there was that journey of you know, even that first day at secondary school, uh -huh. he walked by himself. Oh like, I gosh. stalked him. Me too. Like, I, I followed totally, him. Yeah, I totally stalked I him. him. <laughs> and I 
and you know but then you have to let them go especially mm. as boys they're yeah. so independent i don't want them like i don't want him to be i don't want him to be a mama's boy and i felt mm. like i was i was coddling him too much right. and for me there was a point where i kind of had to release him to his dad almost like mm. like actually you i have to release you to under your dad i mean his dad's always been there but you now have to be trained yeah. how to be a man and so for me yeah. as his mom there was that letting go which was super super difficult but you have to do it and also not projecting your fears onto, onto them yeah, right being like you know what it's wild out there you have to be cautious without inciting fear mm -hmm. and yeah. i think that's a really difficult balance 100 mm -hmm. to strike yeah because yeah. even me when i'm speaking to my son it's like same thing you're trying to make them aware mm. Is it yeah aware but not fair like yeah. It, yeah. and and it is a hard balance to get and i remember same thing first day of school the first day of school i walked with him mm. then the next day and the thing is you know they're like why are they like this they're already they're ready to grow up yeah, yeah. oh no mom i'll go by myself mm. Mm. this time there my my heart is mm. yeah like i was like yo i had to be mm. praying like literally every day every day to the point i felt the release of you know what the yeah, he's gonna be okay he's okay yeah. because god yeah wherever i'm yeah. not and even when i'm there god yeah god sees do yeah. you know what i mean um uh, yeah i think you're right and for me that really has been my only piece listen to be honest only. like that has been my only piece where i can be like you know what abba he's your child mm. and it's, i just cover him in prayer for me, that's the only time I feel like, okay, cool, I can settle, I can, yeah. honestly, that's, that's kind of it. Because I think it's also that point where, that really, um, that point where you realise actually, you may have your values and your views and what you want for them, but actually they're going to start choosing for themselves. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the test is when they start choosing things that you wouldn't necessarily have chosen for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and having to trust that what you have instilled in them. Come on is going to be enough and at that point it's just that it is that moment where you realize actually my work on some level my work is done if i haven't done a good enough job now, now by now right by now and i think that's difficult mm. that is difficult and and i think it's i don't want any parents because when none of us are perfect and all of us could have done better in some Somewhere. area right for sure um absolutely um, and so I don't want mums to be beating themselves up because I think we're hard enough oh, on ourselves as it yeah. is. But I'm just saying that it, there's just that awareness like, mm. wow, you're actually going to make your own decisions. There'll be some decisions that you're going to make that I don't endorse. Mm. Um, but just trusting that one, God is going to lead and guide and protect you. Mm. And two, that what, what, like I said, what has been instilled is, is going to be enough. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. makes me like just think of, like what's the, the, I feel like there's key things in this day and age that's very different from when we were younger yeah. that these young people are dealing with mm. that we didn't have to deal with. Yeah. The main one being social media. Yeah. Um, and the fact of because of social media, young kids are now being exposed to things so much younger. Yeah. And because of the depths of social media, 
they're sometimes they don't even necessarily have to even be on social media themselves to even be exposed to social mm. media mm. you know my son does the only thing he's got is uh, tumblr and twitter yeah no instagram no tiktok nothing like that yeah. unless he's got an undercover account which he already knows so <laughs> <laughs> me and your dad will come for you <laughs> but no um but it's like it's it, i just feel like I, even as parents then we are forced in a way if we're going to be responsible to have Those conversations, conversations earlier. earlier yeah because of what social media is already talking to them about because mm. ultimately there is already somebody talking to our children about topics that really parents should be talking to them about absolutely first. absolutely and especially when your views are not mainstream when your view when you have views that are not mainstream when mm. they're taught te being taught things in school that actually you have a different Gosh, view man. on and so it's that difficult it's that difficulty as well expressing mm. that actually you know it's not that we are we don't like certain type of people we don't have love in our heart for them but this is what as as, as children of god that mm -hmm follow the bible this is our value system mm -hmm. and this is why and i think the why is important yeah, like do you know what i mean and you know and i think as someone that has very traditional views on marriage um and what marriage should look like which in you know views that are quite counterculture expressing that to my children but letting them know like i'm cool be friends with anyone do you know mm -hmm. what i mean mm -hmm. and it's not it's not that but this is our views as a family mm. um, on marriage, on relationships, on sex before marriage, on all of those homosexuality, things. Homosexuality. Yeah, that. homosexuality, um, and our views on the family unit, mm. and just yeah, having those conversations. Yeah, and and, and I think you said about why, isn't it? Yeah. Like being very, you know, I feel like when we were younger is i feel like there's two generations that happened mm. that i can remember my mom's generation my grandma yeah. and i feel like my grandma's generation was of the generation that just told you no matter yeah. yeah don't yeah. get pregnant don't bring this home don't bring yeah. that home with no explanation yeah. then the next generation i feel like was more like you know what i don't want to be kind of pointing mm. the finger at my child there was more of a freeness yeah but still a lack of wise yeah and a bit of, of guidance it was more okay you know when you start having sex we can talk about the pill mm -hmm. or if you feel like you're going in that direction we can talk about the pill you know essentially the goal was don't get pregnant yeah that's what i feel yeah. like it was yeah. it wasn't necessarily um the explanation that now me as a parent and i guess you as yeah. a parent it's like explaining to our kids okay boom this is why we don't believe sex before marriage is okay yeah. for example or and once again it's, it's bible we're always going to base what we're teaching on our kids yeah. um teaching our kids sorry base it on what the bible says mm. so even like with homosexuality my son is 14 now mm. and i think he may have been about 12 when he had to face people calling him homophobic yeah. because he didn't agree yeah. with yeah. homosexuality yeah. and simply just expressing yeah. his opinion on that how do we um how do we uh prepare 
our yeah. kids to be able to stand in the face of opposition of what their belief system and the yeah, value system that it. they've been taught but very much doing that in love because kids are like sponges yeah. so if now we're like no homosexuality is wrong sex before marriage is wrong stealing murder and we're saying it all very vimish you know what i yeah, mean yeah, yeah. with them so they don't necessarily at a certain age yet have the filter to understand yeah. that yeah we may be able to talk to you boom 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 in the house like that but when you go out a road, you shouldn't necessarily be judging people. It's yeah. not about, it's not judgment. about judging people it's, at all. Yeah, and and people are entitled to make their own choices, but equally we're allowed to, to have our position on without that. being you know called I mean? even. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I've had to uh, have conversations with, with my son about how to how to deal with that and really understanding that sons you know he's of the thing of sometimes he just can't be bothered mm. he already feels like he knows what people are going to be saying mm. and he don't want to deal with he just yeah. can't be asked yeah. and i understand that but once again balance there as well it's not yeah. necessarily um because sometimes silence can seem complicit yeah and it's knowing yeah. when and this is all these things that we're having to teach the kids like to know how do they even learn yeah. when it's actually now you're becoming complicit yeah. in your silence and when when do you actually now yeah. speak up so it's it's and for me it's prayer i'm always praying That's like it. wisdom a absolutely wisdom. It, is, it is wisdom and especially when it might be a teacher that says actually um and people in authority cool. that have used that are opposed mm -mm -mm. um and giving them the confidence to stand strong in their convictions but yeah. always with respect always mm. with love mm. and and living that out before your kids and being like yes this is yeah. our views and if we have to have this conversation we will and this is mm. our views and this is our belief on marriage but mm. know that your friend who is gay right. can come to our house anytime yeah. Yeah. we're cool your friend who is gay can come to mm. you can be friends mm. with whoever you want to be friends with but in terms of the family unit and what we believe that looks mm. like this is it and this is why because that's that's god's standard mm. do you know what i mean and you have seen us live according to um god's plan our whole life you have seen the manifestations of that you have seen you've had encounters with god mm. for yourself and i think that's a big thing as well not imposing our faith on them but allowing them to experience it mm. for themselves so mm. that they can stand in that position not because oh it's like my mum said mm. but because actually i've encountered god i've prayed and he's answered i've mm. read the word so giving them those actual practical life skills as well to study to know god for themselves to mm. encounter the power of the living god for themselves so yeah. it's not second-hand knowledge so mm. when they are in those moments and when they do think oh maybe they are right, they can actually draw back to actually know, but I have prayed and I have mm, seen God mm. work in my life. I have read, I've seen all of this. I've seen the fruit mm. of this in my family. I've seen it. Um, and I think that's important, giving them living example of faith, yeah. practical examples of faith. So it's not just rhetoric. It doesn't just feel like rules. Yes. But the Bible says the word is alive and a living and sharpening every, any living sword. So actually... The, the, the word of God is as potent today as it's ever been. 100%. And that's why they have to see the, pa the power and the manifestation of God. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the differentiator. So it's not rhetoric. It's very easy to say something doesn't exist or be swayed mm -hmm. when you don't know the power of God or when you've never seen the power of God, mm -hmm. but actually when you've lived this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's our responsibility of peer. It's like, you know what? Let me pray over you and yeah. do you know, let me see the benefits of that. So now it's like my daughter's like, when like there's been times where i've been on her phone and i've seen things that have not been conducive to just i'm not okay 
And now she's at the point where she's just honest because I'd be like, I know. Mm. And how do I know? Because I know. Mm. I God tells me stuff. Listen, God, God talks to me. On you, and young, so now it's to the point where she's like, Mom, I know you'll know. Oh. That's the spirit of God. So she yeah. knows that my mum is connected to God and she'd be knowing things that she yeah. shouldn't know because I know and so the child has seen mm. there's no point you lying to that me part, because part. God will tell on you listen 100%. yeah and that's them seeing the reality and the power of God because mm. they know mm -hmm. like I'll dream a thing or I'll because yeah. they're seeing the power of God mm. they'll come they'll, they'll they see that so there's no denying that it doesn't matter what your friend at school says you know that when your mama prayed you mm. saw that answer. You know that your mama shouldn't have known that, but, but she, she knew, knew that. Right? <laughs> they have to see she it. Knew. They yeah. have to see it. And I think that's, it can't be this, oh, I just told you. Or 100%. They have to see it. In the yeah. world that they're living at, they have to have a first-hand encounter of the living God. Mm -mm. They have to see that. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah. Yeah, and I think as well, there's two things. The encounter with God, a hundred percent, but also very much the Word of God. Yeah. I, I, and I say that from my own experience. Yeah. Like so, even though I, I had encounters growing up and things yeah. like that, when I then begin back began to go through hardship, yeah. when the adversary was coming for my mind as yeah. a young person, yeah. I didn't have the Word of God right. because I wasn't brought up studying yeah. the Word of God. So that's something I'm so like yeah. onto so with my son. I need to even get better and more yeah. consistent with it. But I'm like, son, even though I don't always sit down and do Bible study with him, you yeah. know, I'd be talking Bible yeah. water, like, yeah. uh, like it's 50-50 in my conversation. Like, yeah. I, I'm like, son, he, some, he goes through something. I'm like, son, listen, this is what it says in the word. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Even when he's coming home with things that kids are saying, oh, but mom, they said the Bible doesn't say that about mm -hmm, this. Mm -hmm. I said, listen, bro, let, let, let's, let's go, go and have a look. Let's go. Yeah, because guess what? People out in the world and the adversary, just like when he was tempting Jesus, it's like, what doesn't the word say? Mm -hmm. And Jesus had to say to him, you know, it is written. Yeah. Right. So when even these young people are going through stuff as adults, we know as believing adults, we know that the word of God saves. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. The word of God, as we decree and declare the word of God over us and know our identity, because that's another thing. Yeah, that's what the word about is about. It's about identity. identity. It's about relationship. It's about knowing exactly who God yeah. is. Yeah. Right. So when you're going through certain things, you're able to now bring the word of God. Yeah. And the Bible talks about um, the Holy Spirit, Spirit bringing back things into yeah. your remembrance, but he brings things back into your remembrance. Yeah. It's not yeah. always that he will give revelation. Absolutely. But if you don't have the word on the inside of you, there's nothing to be brought up. Yeah. And that's what I had. I didn't have the word on the inside mm. of me like that. So I struggled a lot mm. with my mind growing, growing up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'm very like into that with the word i forgot what my second my second point was but no i i totally agree and then just just giving them the tools to be like you know mm. what go talk to god yourself go mm. go find, seek him out in the word exactly. yourself. let me just give you a a, 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 a um, scripture a, yeah a scripture and a translation that you can work yes. with that you can understand yeah not and you know what don't be over here taking my word from it you go um, you go and read it for yourself mm. and then tell me tell me what you think but what you're not gonna do is let social media teach you mm. or let let mm. the world teach you mm. um yeah and I don't, go yeah, on. yeah 
I don't know if I'm extra with it, but there are times. So I do believe in that sending away, yeah. but I also do believe it absolutely with him sitting at, you yeah. know, with them sitting at our feet yeah. and, and really yeah. chopping up the word with them. And, yeah. and something I love to do is chop up the word with my son because I get to chop it up with him yeah. and then I get to give him a real life relational examples, examples yeah. of what does that look like in today. Like you yeah. said, like God's word is still living and breathing today yeah. and it's still as relevant today. So really showing him the relevance of the word. But the other thing I remembered was that I think it's also with raising teenagers, we have to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. With them about our, our journey and our stuff. And absolutely, I agree, like... My kids know that I was pregnant when I got married. Mm. My kids know I was with their dad when I was 15 mm -hmm. years old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we weren't just talking. Those are important conversations. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how do you navigate that? How do you navigate staying in prayer when your hormones are raging? Like, mm. mom, you're telling me this, but... My body's telling this me something different. So in real life, how do we navigate mm -hmm. that? And, and if you really want me to do that, why? You know, and giving them the real about soul ties are real. There's a lot of women that have, for my daughter, there's a lot of women that are suffering with mental health, negative self-images, mm. all of this stuff, so much baggage because of who they slept with when they were, Come do you know, like soul, and the soul ties has not been and broken. the connections mm. and they don't know how, they don't even know that they soul ties have exist. even exist. Why do you keep going back yeah. to an abuser and you can't let go? It's a spiritual soul type. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so teaching them actually, I'm not, I'm trying to protect you yeah. out here. I'm not just because sex is very enjoyable. Bruh, it's very I've told my son that. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Do you know what I mean? It's, we're not out here trying to lie and pretend that it ain't what it is. Right? Yeah. We didn't have the journey and experiences that we have. Mm. But this is why we now feel like this is the path that, that you kind of should take um yeah it is yeah. like you said it's a protection thing and yeah. and the the joy of being honest is to say i've been there because once mm. again going back to the generations my grandma's generation was the point generation don't do that generation mm. this i'm there it's only when i when you do the calculations you do you, mathematics yeah. it's like hold on there yeah this is my fame grandma wait what say yeah. what now yeah hold on grandma what yeah. year were you born yeah what wait and then it's like, huh, okay. Yeah. And it would have, and even like when you when they were counseling, and even the generation before, mm. I think where they became like so our moms, yeah. where they were more free with us, I still feel like there was the lack of really sitting down and saying, you know what, this is what I've been through. Yeah, absolutely. And and this is why I don't think you should do that. So yeah. for me, my mum wasn't a believer like that. She's not. Do you know what I mean? That's not what yeah. it was. So it wasn't necessarily the talks of, yeah. of Bible talk, mm. but even just saying, so for example, like even now, you know, I had my son at 23 outside of marriage. Was I 23? Yes, I was 23 outside of marriage. Um, so there's certain lessons I've learned. I, mm. We're not together now. So there's certain lessons I've learned from that, that I will continue to teach yeah. my son because yeah. Guess what now? Because what we do in that is rather than having to start off at level zero yeah. and having to have all these experiences, they can start up here on the back of our experience yeah. with that wisdom. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Ultimately, it's not going to guarantee yeah. anything. But like you said, at least they all have the why. Yeah. And by God's grace, like, you know, that where God talks about, like, raise a child in the way in which they should mm. go and they won't depart from mm. it. And it's all about, like, writing things on the tablets of yeah. your heart, putting it around your neck, all that kind of stuff. It's like we should never get tired 
by the grace of God yeah. of talking to our children yeah. and not talking at them talking with, with them, them and actually listening and hearing and their hearing side what they're saying yeah and yeah. really like allowing them that's another thing yeah. is not allowing them the space to say actually mom this is what's going on for me yeah absolutely and i remember so funny my daughter must have been in year seven even and i think we must have found out that she maybe had a boyfriend mm. she was born a boyfriend and we remember we sat at the dinner table and she said to her dad, yeah, but I like him. Oh, but we up. thank God that she felt comfortable enough to be like, but I like him. Yeah. And then we had the conversation like, cool, I liked your dad at your age too. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I was really feeling him very hard. Do you know what I mean? So I get it. But this is why. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is why. Mm. Um... And so, you know, now she's kind of kind of very open. And I think their mental health is super, super important. Yeah. Giving them space to talk. Yeah. Giving them... Like, even the other day, I picked my daughter up from school early. Um, just because she just wasn't... Mm-hmm. You could tell she I could tell. Yeah. And it wasn't a, mum, I just want to leave home early. It's like she needed a reprieve. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And just being very on the ball... Mm-hmm. with their mental health mm-hmm. and as much as we are yet yeah, that the bible is absolutely Pardon. our standard mm-hmm. but also we're therapy we're also believers in therapy mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. and you know just making sure that your children have mm-hmm. the support whatever that looks like they need mm-hmm. um for for their mental health but the mental health one is a big one yeah i think it's a big one I think with the men, like mental health is exactly what you're saying, that, mm-hmm. that safe space. Because, yeah. you know, some people might be like, oh, you know, what if I can't afford therapy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you as a parent going that extra mile to provide that safe space. Yes, Even if you're saying, you absolutely. know what, okay, once a week we have X, Y, Z. If you yeah. see something going down in your home and you know it needs to be addressed, like, okay, once a week, every Wednesday, 7 o'clock, it's mm-hmm. time to sit down. It's, it's no judgment time. You speak yeah. without judgment, yeah. for without example. Judgment, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's really being vigilant. Because guess what? If we don't teach, there is always something teaching them. Yeah. There always. is always something counselling them. There is always something talking to them. Always because of the nature of social media, because of the nature of school, because of the yeah. nature of friends. Yeah. There's always So it's very much like, okay, being diligent. And, you know, sometimes, and, and I feel that's why sometimes us as, parents and mums we can I guess I can ask because mm. of mum you can feel that mum guilt because you can sometimes yeah. never feel like you can quite do, do enough. enough. Mm. Um but I do think whatever what is within you to do, what is within our remit to do and even just a little bit more sometimes does that make sense? Like sometimes yeah. you have to really push past because there's yeah. things like you know sometimes you don't want to necessarily face a scenario or behave a certain way for yeah. a child. So for me it's the whole thing of um disciplining. Yeah like i'm you know i'm like chill mm. right i'm just so chill I'll, i i i it, listen i'll be that mum like yeah, yeah let's stay up till three o'clock in the morning Woo-hoo. Yeah. not with school the next day but on the weekend his dad's not here for that yeah is that like he's gonna be tired the next day yeah me i'm like but it's saturday you could wake up whenever that's how i am so it's like i didn't necessarily want to be the mum that's always sending him to bed yeah. and the, the, the yeah. stringent rules but ultimately, one is well looking at my child and seeing what they need, and they very much need the routine at this yeah, stage. And it's do. like looking long term, and I think that's important when we're raising these kids, yeah. remembering that hold on, this is going to be an adult one day. Yeah. So as much as it's easier to ignore or not do 
at this point in time this is going to be an adult it's going to be a, a person in the world i'm always talking about you know old i don't know if it's old jamaica style or what but i don't want no woman come bring out for me mm -hmm. to bring my mat to me about my side about him yeah. the do what him so and no yeah. i don't want i don't want to hear yeah. it which yeah. means i need to put in work now yeah to ensure no one ain't bringing their mouth to me absolutely absolutely and i think this might be a little bit you know this all this whole subject around whether women should work or you know mm -hmm. um and i guess i i'll just share my story in that for context and i i used to work all the hours god sends in corporate <laughs> i used to travel like i think back in 2012 i was probably in germany for a week every month mm. to the point where i would come home and my daughter would be going to her dad for breakfast even though mm. i was there and for me that was like nah mm. something i'm spending too much at, at time at work mm. i am too dedicated to my job i'm missing stuff yeah. with my kids and i remember having this start really strong feeling that actually when my son started secondary school i needed to be home more and that was one of the reasons i became an entrepreneur mm. like i said i'm not this is not judgment this is i'm just sharing my yes. my experience and i felt like i needed to be home having been home i work from home i still work long hours don't get me wrong <laughs> i still have to discipline myself to be present on, with yeah. my children even mm. though i'm home yeah but having been home and being present with my children i notice things that I, I used to miss mm. right when my children come home I can immediately pick up and I think as moms and again this is not either way life isn't back and right I know we need money stuff like that mm. but I think as mom my whole feeling about that now is that if you can be at home with your kids if you can do a job mm. that allows you to be present if you can even take time off and mm. even if it means a cut of salary it's worth it because these kids especially mm. and i found that my children my children personally mm. i felt like they needed that more yeah. in their teenage years mm. than when they were younger they were younger Interesting. that's that's yeah. just me i'm not saying that's for everyone yeah, yeah. but i felt like in these times i needed to be more vigilant more present with my kids more on them mm. as teenagers because what they're navigating now now mm. is crazy what they're being exposed to now like i said it's not about fear but as mums as parents mm. we are to be snipers over our families we, mm. we have to be present to see mm. is what i'm saying and so yeah I think that's an important that's an important point for me. And again, I've made many mistakes along the way. I started having children young. I had my children very young at mm -hmm. twenty twenty five. So don't get me wrong. I've made mistakes. I'm saying that as a parent that wasn't as present as they needed to be or should have been when no my children were younger. So this is not a judgment space. Mm -hmm. It's not that at all. Um, but yeah, I think. And not to even just put it on mums. Like I was about to say, it yeah, yeah, parents. Yeah. And and thankfully, you know, uh, you know my husband was there he's an amazing amazing dad you your your son's dad is an amazing dad as well mm -hmm. and so we do have that support mm -hmm. which has been invaluable like we yeah, couldn't do it we couldn't like i can't imagine yeah. having to do it without my husband or doing it on my son's own yeah. um, so kudos to you single moms that are out there without mm -hmm. that support rooting sure. for you no judgment no, nothing no, but love for you can, like. you do what you can the children my god's grace will be fine i was raised my dad was there but he lived in a different country i was raised by a single parent i was raised by a single parent we're, my dad was fine. not there yeah we're, 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 we're we are cool. alive, yeah, you know? we're okay so no <laughs> judgment this I is saw. not that this is just our learnings and hoping that if there's anything that you can take from it 
you know, it will it will be beneficial. But mm -hmm. a judgment free zone in that regard, and but yeah, just giving a few of those insights mm -hmm. into what it's like raising children, teenagers in twenty. 23 but we could do this we're grace for this man Amen. yeah we're literally i have no doubt we are grace for this absolutely but yeah so, yeah just yeah just i i just think to you know sum it all about just say it's about being vigilant yeah uh prayerful yeah um honest yeah yeah absolutely and getting support for yourself as a parent because i think mm. one of the big things is that when I could always come to you and mm. there's people in my circle that if I'm yeah. struggling with and even that my children feel safe speaking to that right that aren't yeah. me because sometimes your children aren't going to want to come to you but yeah. they need to have other safe spaces yeah. so you know community people that you trust with your children mm. that they can be feel safe with and because it does it takes a village yeah you know? yeah and the words yeah. that just came to mind just really making sure our kids feel seen and heard yeah When I met yeah. you, you were very islandish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, for real. For like, real. literally, my husband was my person. It's <laughs> literally fine. Your like, my, my, oh, my world. Yeah. He was my person. There was no collaboration or bringing somebody else on. And I even remember being very, um, almost scared, actually, in the sense of sharing. It's the whole thing of the only reason why I got more comfortable is because I started to step out mm. 